All right. We'll just we'll have time for one more. Lynn, I saw that you raised your hand. If you want to unmute yourself, and then we'll go into the uh, breakout sessions. Hi. I'm just aware that failure for me, it can be tied up with rejection. So I find that's tricky. Yeah, I find that I try and last week I'd been, I'd just recovering from COVID in the last few weeks and four neighbors got COVID. So I was caring for them and struggling and when it was like i was running out of energy and running out of resources and when it was just too much i went down and asked for help and several of them also had been without alcohol for several days for the first time in a long time and it's so i asked for help with that too and it was like then it got to can I join a support group to support them, to learn how to support them properly? And it was like, so you do you have a problem? Oh, sometimes overeating, sometimes cluttering things or something like that. And it's like, no, you're not, you're not, you're not eligible. You're not able to join the program. And I started to, and I realized the person became very defensive and I thought instead of leaning into Jesus and just humbly approaching it, I became defensive. And I thought that doesn't display the love of God. And I got told because I'm not vaxxed, I'm not welcome there because I said, oh, I, I did ask to volunteer, but I wasn't able to because I'm not vaxxed and it's, um, what are you doing here then? It's like you're putting us all at risk. <laughs> oh, and then I thought, have you done the research? Have you really researched this? And it's like, that was not necessary for me to say that, but it's like, I just felt like she needed to look into it. And it's like, oh God, I'm so sorry. But it's like, have I made this a big, have I blown like a, a molehill into a mountain? And it's like, I'm so sorry, God, but I walked away thinking, They'd given me a couple of bags of groceries for everybody. I asked it for myself, but it was for everybody. And then I walked away and I just left the groceries there. And I thought, that's pride. It's fear. It's all the rest of it. And it's, but I walked away and I, and then I just, I had a few days of just sobbing before God and saying, God, I'm, I just dropped the plot. I let everybody do their own thing. And then I, so I thought. It, I balk at leadership when I fear that I'm not adequate, when, I'm, when I've done the wrong thing or said the wrong thing. And I think misunderstandings is probably more where it's at. Misunderstanding with language, misunderstanding with culture, or the way things are done in an organisation or something like that. Yeah. I think that's probably a common thing. Yeah. Great. Um, great. There was a great point of discovering that in that time with God, I've developed a closer relationship with my neighbors. They have been asking about the Lord and, you know, we'll get through it. And it's just a sense of God is still 
kind and his grace and it turned out that the leader is actually being called contacted me to want to connect and so it, it god actually wins anyway despite us anyway sorry i do that's a great story thank you lynn all right here we go we're going to go into the breakout sessions we've got we're only going to have 15 minutes but we're going to make the most of it and i'm putting them in the chat right now but here are the breakout session questions number one how do you respond when you feel that someone is attacking you and number two how do you deal with the tension of God calling you? This is the impossible situation again. How do you deal with the tension of God calling you to do something, but it seems impossible for you to do? We'll try to address both of these questions. We may, people may just answer one or the other. That's fine because we don't have that much time. But um, Sue, go ahead and put us into the breakout rooms. Okay, and we'll be back at quarter two. Okay, yep, sounds good. Here you go. I think we're all back. Are we all back? Yes. Everybody's back and they're still happy, so it's all good. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's a sign we're learning from this book, right? <laughs> you know, I don't know how you guys feel, but I just, I love these breakout sessions because I love to hear what people's thoughts are. And it's just great. We never have quite enough time, but that's probably better to not have enough than to be sitting there wondering what we're going to say. So it's all good. Let's just, uh, let's hear, we have seven rooms, I believe, Sue, right? Yes. Okay, so let's go to room one. And uh, spokesperson, that would, that, would be, that, that would be me. Okay. So basically, we discussed the fact that we do get vicious, vicious attacks from people for different reasons. And uh, so we have to know how to deal with that. and. Bible verses are great. One of the ones that we had was bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Another one was pray for those who despitefully use you. So the key is for us to not take offense because that's another verse that's there. So I would add to that, we didn't get a chance. We, we kind of ran short on time, but what I've learned is I need to be quiet happened to me even this morning that somebody made a comment that was a negative thing and my automatic response is to want to retaliate and I find that that's where I have to get the self-discipline to to get it in my head no I'm not going to retaliate I'm going to be like Jesus where he stood before his accusers and and he didn't say anything for most times sometimes he did say things but so that's pretty well where we're at I, I just want to tag team to that when attacked it's not wrong to give the testimony we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the word of the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And we did not love our lives to the death. Yep. So it's not wrong to defend yourself with the testimony. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not being defensive. Yeah. No, yeah. but you can do it. God is glorified in it, not you. Yep. But it is very difficult because your instant responses that you want to defend yourself and attack back and uh, if you don't believe that that's within you a natural thing within you go drive on the highway sometime and see what happens when somebody cuts you off 
especially after church. That's a real humbling experience. Okay, let us go to room two spokesperson. Brad, I got delegated for this, but I don't feel prepared to speak. So, Morel or Cassie, would one of you want to share instead of me? They're going to be quiet. Hey, guys, don't let him off that easily. Delegation was in the book. It's a concept we have to learn. Bob has to learn to go with it. He's got the skill. I'm just saying, yeah. go with it, Bob. Amen. Okay. Hey, Bob, you just I'll submit. I'll submit. Out. Okay. Here's the deal. It. It's very evident that what was shared, criticalness is very difficult if we don't know who we are in Christ. And we have to know the love of the Father that's keeping us, and we're not going to be abandoned. And also, when we get in difficult situations, we have to trust the Holy Spirit when it's impossible. There's no other way out to the Father, to the Son, is through the Spirit and through the Word. And we must trust them to get us through it with confidence, hope, and not questioning, confident hope. And I think all of us, basically three got to share out of the six, but the point is they all know that we have struggles in life and we are capable of, when we really get honest, we can capably face all things. And that is, I think, what I heard in the messages. Amen. It's great, Bob. Thank you so much. All right. We have to know who we are in Christ. That's always very key for everything. All right, let us go to room three. Alan, do you want to share? Three? Yeah, thanks. And we had Fred in the room with us for us for a bit, so quite happy to hear your other comments as well. But some similar themes here. The first one being, if our reactions are a protectionist thing, then you know the, the realization is that. Um, protection is from the Lord and he is the one that leads us a little and quite similar to room one where our response then if it's rooted in Christ is one of love blessing and response in, in goodness and even being thankful for situations so similar to room, room one but a true lesson that that was shared as a testimony in the group so again I very much agree with that that we share these testimonies to to build each other up Forgiveness is critical in that part, similar to, to room two, also knowing and the prompting of the Holy Spirit that gives you something to rely on. So that Ronald from Uganda very much spread that, that testimony as well, that if we feel like we're challenged or attacked, then we hear the promptings of the Holy Spirit, we are so much more empowered. A good thing to take away. This is everyone's homework, the lessons of Saul and, and David. Fantastic. And as you probably know, there's an enormous amount of literature in the Old Testament written by David. Very briefly talk about question two. That similarly, that God has not given us a spiritual a spirit of fear. So if there's something he's calling us to do and we know his character, it's much easier to walk forward in faith. So that's about it, Fred. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. It was, a, it was a good group. Great stuff. Thanks for your testimonies. Could, have for another, could have gone on for another 15 minutes easily, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Just We're just getting warmed up. Okay, let us go on to room four spokesperson. Would you like to 
that was me. I love, we only got the first question, but I love the fact that we were all real. It's like, yeah, there's real responses we have when people are having a go at us and it's important for us to be real with how we might respond. And I think a lot of the time we end up talking about just the importance of going to the Lord and allowing him to work through our heart because in an attack there can be elements of truth and are we letting God into bring those truths even though the delivery was unpleasant so I had to see that sense of I think we all agreed it's like letting God do the vindication and the justification the importance for us to forgive in the midst of that situation and recognizing that how we might respond because the question was how do you respond can even depend on who it was that was doing the attacking so sometimes there's more grace with different relationships to stay at peace and not say what you want to and other times it can get out a little bit and even just on top of that another thing that came up was just cross-culturally when you're dealing with different nations and different cultures the way conflicts handled is quite different so yeah that's hopefully that covered but yeah some people respond by going quiet and getting discouraged and others can get quite aggressive that's That's a good point yeah great point Sheree and I think that the whole thing of dealing with different cultures and how different cultures handle things differently individuals handle things differently but then there's certain cultural things that are a part of that as well and uh, that is so important to to understand it took me it's taken me quite a while to understand the um the Jewish Israeli culture which is very different from the culture that I grew up in. The culture that I grew up in was that you don't, you, that you actually don't address conflicts hardly at all. And, uh, and in the Jewish culture, it's very much, you talk, you speak your mind, you, you don't hesitate to interrupt people if that's what, if that comes up. And, and I had a hard time initially with that, being offended about that, and either offended or intimidated. And, now I actually I love it because it's just I love the whole idea of being very straightforward and I'm becoming a a Jewish Israeli wannabe in my own cultural self so it's very it's it's we can learn a lot from each other's cultures it's really it's great great stuff so let us go on to room five spokesperson I've been asked to report for group five awesome. and our discussion is that everyone in this call is a leader and god has selected every one of us and depending on the extent that you will allow yourself and we discuss about and i myself see that Fred himself actually challenged the 30 percent of us that never actually open up our video unless we are being <laughs> challenged. So it, it is good. It is good to encourage the development of le- leadership. Even uh, Moses and Joseph himself took so many years to, to be trained. So under training, we have to meet challenges and can we avoid it? We can't because it is only true that we learn when you meet offenses, the more offenses you are given, you can't read 
learn through a book, the book that we are doing, you have to put it into test. And through that challenge, you actually put it into practice and how you react, your respond of when you'll be offended. Again, if you don't learn, God will give it to you again and again until you learn. So, and so it, it is really good to be to be exposed in that sense of encourage. If you look at Moses and, and so many leaders, their achievement and their characters only become validated after they pass away. So what sort of legacy are we going to leave behind? I do believe that each one of us will contribute something in, uh, in whatever way. So not to be afraid of challenges. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Great stuff. Thank you, Lena. Let us go to room six, spokesperson. Susan, you have to tell us who is in room six. Cassandra, Crystal, Cynthia, Margaret, Shantha. You have to unmute. <laughs> Okay, this is Margaret. We okay. didn't choose who was to represent us. That's because However, you were supposed to do it, Margaret. That's because you were supposed to do it. However, what most people have said is what we talked about, especially when we feel we're being attacked, we felt that uh, Jesus gave example of forgiving seven times that I'm seven that's like a given as Christians. And also to sometimes take time out and think about the situation, but also to respond in lovingness and kindness so that you can win the people back. And for different because we all thought that it is important to take it in faith step by step and see what God does. Because if you sit and you don't do something, then you have done nothing. Either you are not listening to God. So the best thing is take a step and the rest you leave it to God. Yeah, I think that's it. Unless Cassandra, you need to add something. That's what we all felt. And it sounds most of you have the same. Amen. Good stuff. Amen. All right. Okay. Cassandra's giving you the thumbs up. So you did a great job. So next time that you're in a group, you need to volunteer to be the spokesperson. Okay, Margaret. Just saying. Okay. Room seven, last but not least, spokesperson. Okay. I am the spokesperson for room seven. If you notice, I have my camera on, Fred. Sandy, I'm so proud of you. Awesome. Me. Right. Well, <laughs> anyway, we mainly talked about how painful sometimes attacks can be, and it depends on who the attacks come from, how much it's going to affect you. But some of the things that came is that a soft word turns away wrath. And so when someone comes on the attack, you can say, I'm feeling attacked. Can we talk about this? And it usually puts you in a very humble position and them in a position of sitting back and, okay, we, they just kind of let their guard down a little bit more. Someone was raising teenagers and nobody had advice for them. We were just like, you're on your own, sister. <laughs> no, we just I said it's hard raising teenagers. They're, they know everything and it's always tough. 
we talked about listening to each other and someone said different forms of, someone said a culture of honor in the body of Christ, honoring each other and valuing each other's opinions, even their offenses towards us or, or us towards them. Just a culture of honor is so important in the body of Christ. And be still and pray. All of those came up and I think a lot of you said them already. All of those are great points. Thank you so much, Sandy. All right, Susan, that's all the rooms. We're going to go back to you for final comments. And then I would like to have Hannah close us off in prayer. I just want to reiterate that we're starting a very significant week this week. Tuesday, July 12th is Eid al-Adha, which is the end of the Hajj for is Islam. July 13th through the 16th is Biden's trip to Israel in which he's proposing a two-state solution and dividing Jerusalem. The, it's the, there's been an, an intercessory watchman mobilization across the nations to intervene spiritually before this Babylonian attack on Israel. And there's more on our website at the Global Watch under initiatives. I'll, can you put the link up there, Fred, while I'm talking? So I don't have to multitask. Uh, I think somebody <laughs> else is probably faster than me at that. Okay. It's 12, at 12 noon, your time Tuesday. We're asking for 12 minutes of praise and worship on July 12th. 12 noon, 12 minutes. Tuesday, July 12th. We are also on this line broadcasting live 12 hours of worship from across the nations. We're really happy with the tremendous response we had to that. And there'll be hours, excuse me, but 12 hours starting at 12, 12 noon, noon Jerusalem time. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. That's 2 a.m. our time. But that's okay. 12 noon Jerusalem time to 12 midnight Jerusalem time. There will be 12 hours of worship. And then on the 16th at 6 a.m. Pacific time, that's 4 p.m. Jerusalem time, the Health and Healing Watch is going to help launch the 21 Days Initiative of the Turning. And we're going to have three weeks of focused prayer towards the issues that are facing us today, but primarily basing it on the individual, the community, and the end time call of the watchman. That will end August 6th, which is the 9th of Av, when the temples were destroyed in both 586 BC and 70 AD. So these are historic straits, dire straits, some people call it, straits of Tammuz, others people call it. There have been many years where it's been peaceful. This year, things are ramping and we're feeling the tensions. But historically, it's been a time of tremendous warfare for Israel. So we're asking people to take that extra spot on the wall, join in with these calls morning and evening. We, For leaders, for the next three weeks, if you're a leader, we will have a prayer guide, suggested prayer guide only, just to inspire faith and focus. But if the Lord speaks to you about something else, go ahead. We just don't want other agendas coming in, a real focus on how we need to stand for Israel at this time and stand together united as watchmen and build community and build ourselves up in a most holy faith. 
So the individual, the community call and the end time call will all be part of that. In fact, the last week, we're going to have a double whammy because it'll be the week that we're in Herrenhut, Germany. So there'll be plenty of stuff going on with that. Amen. Amen. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Thank you for paying attention to this. Thank you, everybody. I just, I love these times. I feel like we're growing in the Lord together. And, and there's just plenty of nuggets in this book that, that we can focus on. Hannah, I'm just going to turn it over to you to close us off in prayer. Oh, Father, I just want to take it back to where Jenny started. What a gift we have in each other, Lord, that this is a family now, and we're all recognizing it. This isn't just a ministry or a movement. It's a family you're building, and you give us these opportunities, like in the journey where we actually hear each other's hearts. We hear that we're not the odd one out. Everybody's going through the same kind of things. We can truly support one another and truly speak into each other's lives. And Father, no matter how difficult it's getting and the week ahead is intense, it's there's a lot of convergence happening. But I think, Father, when we just learn to step back and realize that you don't need any of us to pull off a week like this, that you just invite us because that's your heart is to partner with us now and i think you're teaching us as family that we don't just get this opportunity to partner with each other but we're getting this opportunity to partner with you too and with the heavenly host things are changing we're coming into a unity that the world has never known before and what a time to be alive father i just pray that everyone senses that no matter how dark it is out there that in you, it is getting truly brighter and brighter. And this is what we're invited into is the most awesome time for any believer to be on the earth. What a privilege to be living in this time. It truly is. So just blessings on everybody. Father, seal what was of you tonight. Help us to take the incredible gems out of this book and really take them to heart because they are life-changing words. So we thank you so much, Lord. We just love you. Love one another. Blessings, everybody. <laughs> Blessings. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, Amen. Everybody. Amen. Amen. Love you. Love you guys. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you.